This episode brought to you by Golden Boy Peanuts. Thank you. They're hot. They're fresh. They're salty. They're crunchy. Shouts out Golden Boy Peanuts. Okay, my name's Dan. We got David here. Yo, what's up? It's David in the house. All right, and now we have some other guy. Hey, this is Dylan. What's up? This is totally Dylan. Back from the brink of death. Got a new car. Dylan. Oh, hey, Dylan. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, this is David. Uh, sorry, I just had a little something in my throat earlier. Uh, but, um, it's been a while since I've seen you, buddy. Um, I had both my balls removed since the last time I saw you. Uh, is that so? Uh, me, yeah. and Dylan, uh, me, and, me and David changed names. So, uh, that's, <laughs> no, that's no, why no. Dylan's been no, no, no. a while. <laughs> no, no, no. He <clears throat> names and he got his balls removed. Oh, wait, are we recording, guys? Yes. Oh, wait, we're recording now. Okay. Well, I say that a lot. Uh, yeah, I say that all every episode. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, so I listened to the episode with Joe. Um, yeah. Or I didn't listen to the full thing because I don't want to. Uh, well, I listen. <laughs> Who the fuck listens to a full episode of this? Um, but um, one of our very dedicated, one of our many dedicated fans, dedicated listeners. Thank you again. Shouts out to Golden Boy Peanuts. What are Golden Boy Peanuts? <laughs> it's our sponsor. <laughs> okay. Uh, is it just, uh, is the sponsorship ju- exclusively a shout out? Shout out? I mean, they just gave me the ad copy. I'm, I'm reading it oh, okay. as they wrote it. Um, what was I just saying? You listened to the episode with Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm glad that that got brought up. What? I was touched on, on somewhat briefly the uh, the fact that you start every episode the first thing you say is oh are we recording I don't remember Joe mentioning that I don't remember bringing that up but I mean uh, now's a good time as any what's up with that just roll with it just roll just 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 start going you don't need to know nobody needs to know you have to be on just all go. the time whether yeah. or not we're recording never uh, you're never off this is a lifestyle. Okay. Stop picking your nose. Well, let me ask you something. Do you guys want to go try to order the Travis Scott meal at McDonald's after this? <laughs> <laughs> is it too late to do that? Uh, I don't I've been meaning to try it for a while. Now it's probably the t- best time to try it. No, no, you just gotta. Uh, 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 how are you supposed to order that? It's like a uh... cactus sent me. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Right. Day after Astroworld. <laughs> Cactus scent. <laughs> and if you don't give me what I want, I'm gonna create a big crowd search in that McDonald's. <laughs> Cactus sent me. Told me to give. That you need to give me eight of the Travis Scott meals. I'll take the satanic meal. Yeah, eight for my homies that who aren't away. here with us anymore. <laughs> it's their favorite meal. It would have been their last meal if they knew they were gonna die before Astro World. The Last Supper. Yeah. <laughs> Travis mm-hmm. Scott's Astro World. What was the tr- Let me look up what that was, because I don't remember. What the Last Supper was? No. Of Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, what? the Last Supper of Jesus Christ was the Travis Scott meal from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do they eat? Well, I'm about to find out. Unleavened, like, crackers, some wine, I guess fish. No, that's not what they ate. The ca- They ate... The Cactus Jack meal combo features a standard quarter pounder with cheese topped with lettuce and bacon, a side of fries with barbecue sauce, a Sprite with extra ice, and that's basically it. No special edition sauce, no limited edition La Flame themed packaging, not even a cute little Travis Scott Happy Meal toy. That's what Jesus, that's what Jesus ate before he died. Yeah, sure. I thought you were supposed to get like that robot chicken looking Travis Scott that they have in the commercials for that. What's up with the cat, uh hurting you Dylan yeah, yeah, okay, that you heard was what you were cool. saying about me earlier um, I mean she heard what you uh, my hand got really f- uh, it's not so bad anymore I got fucking mauled by a cat uh, a couple days ago I was at my friend's house you got very nice cat Cassius lovely cat it likes to be pet with this uh, like little green brush and uh, I was petting this cat for like a solid 40 minutes this cat was loving it 
out of fucking nowhere, he just went ape shit and like bit and scratched and clawed me. And I have a shit ton of like, I don't know if you can see it. I'm like using my hand. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah. It was a, oh, fine. I wasn't talking to my, yeah, it was a lot worse a couple of days ago. <sighs> you sure you weren't just biting your hand? Uh, yeah. I'm sucking on it. Yeah. Why would cats want to claw Dylan? What's up with that? I don't even need to chase pussy. Pussy's chasing me. And you wish it would stop. Okay, okay. We're done. We're done playing. We're done playing. This ain't no game. Uh, So what have you guys been up to? It's been a while. Uh, Yeah. Working. Securing a sponsorship from Golden Boy Peanuts. Once again, shouts out. Uh, you know, the last three episodes were, uh, it was tough, you know. Has it been three? Yeah. Damn. Because the, the first episode without you was, uh, you were like, I'm really tired today. Turned out there was a reason for that. Mm. Or maybe you were just tired from work, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it had nothing to do with COVID. Yeah. <sighs> But, uh, yeah, me and David did, too. And we did that one with Joe. That turned out pretty good. I was, uh... We should have Adam Ost on again soon. Before he goes to, uh... PA. Uh, is he going to PA? It's going to, that's what I heard. Big, uh, Big Pa? Philadelphia. PA, Big Pa? He's gonna... We're gonna have to teach him all the Philadelphia lingo. You know, John... I think, isn't that Pittsburgh that they talk like that? And then on Philly, does Philly have an accent? We're going to make him yeah. look like a total jackass. Is it the same as Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh's more like, yo, this cheese smells like oss. <laughs> uh, Wait, which one's the city of brotherly love? We're going to watch the Stoilers. That's, uh, that's San Francisco. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, it's uh, brotherly love. No, it's Philadelphia. But yo, no, no, it is San Francisco. Richmond, Virginia, the city of brothers in love. <laughs> and sisters. Mom. Let's not forget about them. Baton Rouge, the city of incestual love. <laughs> Wait, where's Bat? Oh, that's Louisiana. Yeah, that whole region, I guess, of the country. One time on a map in school, I wrote uh, the name of the state Louisiana is New Orleans. One time my little brother was doing homework in the morning when he was in first grade, and it was like, uh, spell all the continents. Yeah. And for, he misspelled Africa as a fuck. A fuck? A fuck? Yeah. And like, my brother saw that and was like, oh no, you can't go to school with this as your homework. Erase this now. What a square. Yeah. I'm sure it would have been really funny. Yeah. He probably did it as a bit. He thought it would be funny when he was six. Yeah. He was like, it's going to be really funny when I write the F word on my homework. Um, We were watching Seinfeld a minute ago. Do you guys know the, the, the version of the theme song with lyrics? Or like singing? Easy what? to beat. Right? Easy to beat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. It sucks. It's so I, I have never heard that. I did not know that this existed. Did you know if you listen to it in its entirety, it's a 17-minute long song? What? <laughs> just different. And like a chorus of, of ladies being like, Zoobity-bop. Yeah. Actually, there's a weird lyric. There's a weird uh, string in there about crime in the city of New York <laughs> that they had to cut out because it was a little, little too political. Huh? Uh, they just do the speech from Taxi Driver, but mm-hmm. um, in the the style of the song. Someone just gotta flush this uh, old city down the toilet. <laughs> no, yeah, it was season three, I think. Uh, has the lyrics in it briefly? I think they. I think it was season one. Might have just been like one episode. I think it was the first episode. Well, well let's find out right now. 
Yeah, let's watch the intro to every single episode of Seinfeld till we find the episode. Well, we probably, yeah. I don't think this is going to take long. I've never watched the first season of Seinfeld. It, um, it's not very good. No, I can't imagine. Every time somebody recommends a well, doctor, yeah, he's the uh, best. Oh, is he good? Oh, he's the best. Oh, the first season of Seinfeld the actually the didn't have Jerry they can't yet. All be the best. Uh, he didn't come until season three. It was just George best. trying to meet uh, up with Jerry at the apartment and the then uh, have interactions. It was, uh, yeah, no, it's Greg going to to Gary's apartment, and then he's not there, so Karma shows up, and he has some chit-chat with him, and then he calls up Ellen to find out where her ex-boyfriend Gary is, and, uh, It's not this episode. Wait, it is. They would have done it by now. Get to the park to meet your 17-year-old girlfriend. Everybody else, I'm giving Jason Alexander is George. It's Greg. The Jason Alexander is George in season one. Yeah, <laughs> it's Greg. <laughs> oh, okay. I eat whatever I want. George Shapiro. What do you think? The What's with the color of the credits? It's just like a silver. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is the wrong restaurant. Uh, this is the wrong, also the wrong episode. Oh, these losers are sitting around round tables. Um, All right, I, I don't want to look. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's real. It's out there. They they tried to hide it. They tried, they tried to make it lost media, but the eagle-eyed, eagle-eared listeners will know the truth. You guys want to try to get Mel Gibson on Cameo sometime? Yeah, yeah, I think about that a lot. Like, I'll see like, different guys on Cameo. I'm like... Just trying to always think of like the perfect thing I could I could pay them to say that I can just use as like a reply in tweets. Yeah. Um. Like the oh. Oh, so the guy who voices the Master Chief, uh, from Halo has a cameo. Um, and uh. What's his name? Uh. It's Master Chief. It doesn't matter. Uh. <laughs> yeah. uh yeah, but just to have like the the <laughs> Cortana, you're wait no, that's not Cortana. You're a bitch. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> I need a weapon up your ass. I need to fuck one, sir. Of these, I need to fuck one of these grunts. <laughs> uh, permission to leave the station? For what purpose, Spartan? To give the Covenant back their cock to give the covenant head <laughs> to give the, co- the to give covenant the flood head to give the covenant my bussy <laughs> i'm gonna hook up with a flood guy uh well huh i was gonna say one of those big uh the the, the popper ones poppers what do they pop uh, they like pop and they excrete some sort of fluid uh, no, no, you ever play Halo? You're talking about the flood, you know, the, the little crawly ones? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get, getting one of those on your knob. Get two. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about Mel Gibson earlier because yesterday we were talking about um, who were the most e- Joe was saying that some of his coworkers were like, who were the most evil people in music? Mel Gibson. Well, no. Well, they... they they said that the people that they came up with were like Ted Nugent, Courtney Love, Billy Corgan, and then Marilyn Manson, and Michael Jackson. Yeah. And, uh, which is a limp list. I mean, it's two people who are like, you know, sex criminals, and then three people they just don't like. <laughs> yep. And then I was trying to think of who's the most evil person in Hollywood. And that's really tough terrain to really rate who is the most evil but mel gibson is definitely up there mm, he's maybe not bad. he's top 25 at least i don't know i'd say alec baldwin probably that's true the the, the mad, vicious the mad <laughs> murder uh first in the first degree bloodthirsty <laughs> bloodthirsty maniac alec baldwin Psycho, didn't Donald Trump call him Psycho Killer Alec Baldwin? (laughs) 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 Yeah, he made sure the gun was loaded before firing. I I was just thinking about that moment in the Mel Gibson phone calls where um, 
his wife is talking about how could you slap me while I was trying to feed our baby? And he's just like laughing about it on the other end. What the hell? <laughs> like no remorse that he endangered his child. Oi, because you're a bitch. Yeah. Oh, you're all angry now. <laughs> Isn't Mel Gibson Australian? Yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't really have much of the accent anymore. Really? Mm-hmm. Man. That's when he went evil. Oh, man. That's when the well, evil set in. Yeah, yeah, when he lost the os. Yeah, you can't escape your heritage. When you're descended from criminals, what else do you expect? Well, I was saying the accent was keeping the evil in. Could you imagine if he was making those phone calls with the accent? Like, Oi, you got a dysfunctional c- eh? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> What's something else he's... Huh? Uh, oh, I'm over here bending my ball... <laughs> bending over backwards with my balls in a knot. Yeah, that's the best. I bend over backwards with my balls in a... <laughs> oh, my God. Have you ever listened to those? Uh, no. No, oh I haven't. My God. I mean, those are funny, but he also says some horrendously... Yeah, I've I've heard a couple of the... Like, a couple, like, little bits of them. Yeah, like the extremely racist thingies? Yeah. Yeah. Smile and blow me. <laughs> you sh- oh, when he's talking about her friend would have fucked him in two seconds. <laughs> what was he saying? Oh, I don't know. Uh, he, she was saying, like, I was talking to my friend. Oh, yeah, your friends. You don't have any friends. That friend would have fucked me in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> what would he have done in two seconds to achieve that? Just be Mel Gibson, I guess. <laughs> Just be himself. Flash those pearly whites. He's like, honestly, if it takes any longer oh, than that, then who oh, are you? Mel, say that thing about the Jews again. Instead, we'll be talking about Golden Boy Peanuts. <laughs> golden have Boy Peanuts. Instead, let's go to the polls. What are you looking at me for? Golden Boy Peanuts. Oh, because I'm, I'm Polish, is that? Yeah, that was the joke. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's good around the room. I was thinking that'd be a good election bit, but that's gonna be a long while while off, like a bit. Let's go like, to the polls. It's me, <laughs> like I, my my pants are off. I'm like slipping on a banana peel. I'm like I don't know what these lines it's are. You and all our Polish friends are just. Standing I'm around. looking at a percent sign. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and you have a Pittsburgh accent. <laughs> Pitts oh Pittsburgh and Polish. Oh, so there's a show I was at the other day, uh, and somebody came up to me and they're like. Um, Hey, what's your name? I, I I tell them my name. They're like, oh, you look a lot like somebody I know. Like you have the exact same eyes. I'm like, okay. Like is that it? They're like, yeah. Like you just like your eyes look exactly the same. I'm like, what? Well, well, like what's this person's name? Like, and uh, he said something something ski. He's like. Yeah, like you guys look like you could be like related on my like, ski there's not a drop of Polak blood in me <laughs> you fucking freak get away from me he said that and walked out of the room <laughs> yeah and I spit you... on him is this a person who thought you were in greet death no oh no 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 that was at a different show cause you are right uh so uh yeah it's happened a few times recently um of uh people mistaking me uh for somebody else a friend of mine's ex-girlfriend the uh, like i think we're still friends on facebook i haven't really seen or talked to her since they broke up um ran into her at a show um and she came up to me like i'd already like noticed she was there earlier i'm like oh that's that's so and so i'm not gonna I'm not going to approach this person. It's Amber Heard. Sorry, just to clarify for the listeners, is Amber Heard and Dylan's friend is Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to approach her. Dylan hangs out with the Hollywood vampires. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) he's in the (laughs) super group. In fact, yeah, yeah. I had to, I had to replace Marilyn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, um, I actually had to replace his two ribs. I, uh, I, I donated some of mine. He started having uh, some 
bad internal organ failure. Mm-hmm. Well, he was uh, after he got cancer. He's like, I can't even suck my own dick anymore. <laughs> Just put up, put the ribs back. Yeah, I don't even have the heart to do it anymore. Uh, Cactus Jack sent me. Can I also get a McRib to replace my ribs? <laughs> Marilyn Manson. I want to order the Cactus Jack, but be like, uh, can you keep the lettuce and the bacon off, though? I don't like that. Uh, and instead of barbecue sauce, he's give me ketchup. <laughs> and no ice in the Sprite. <laughs> and, and instead of a Sprite, can I get a Coke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just my regular meal. Um, yes, uh, they don't give you ketchup at McDonald's. Just... I don't go to McDonald's. There's nothing vegetarian there. Don't roll your eyes at me. All right, anyway, you're saying, Dylan? Hey, they got salads. Do they? Yeah. With chicken in them. The McSalad. <laughs> the McGrass. <laughs> McLettuce. Um, I could get. I could just order sauce. I guess. Well, anyway, this person. You saw this person at the show. But but yeah, uh, and like. Uh, I was pretty loud there, and like they came up to me and they're like, like, "Oh hey, how's it going? It's been a while." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Like, "How are you?" She's like, "I'm doing good. I'm doing good." Uh, so how are things? Like, doing good. She's like, "Yeah, how's Greet Death?" I'm like, "Um, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen those guys like since like before before the pandemic." Oh, what are you talking about? Yeah, agreed. Death. I haven't seen them in a long time. <laughs> like, I thought you were in Greed Death, and uh, I was like, uh, "Nope." You're like, "Yes." She's like, "Yes, I." Are am. you sure? <laughs> oh, uh, she wouldn't let it go. Uh, I'm like, "Are you uh, sure you're in this <laughs> band?" Uh, I, I looked at the, the people in Greed Death. I don't think I look like anybody. I don't want to look like anybody in that band, at least. Uh, no offense, Greet Death, but uh, I'm looking them up. They're kind of uh, a good, they're a good band. Uh, they're a very good band, but um, I'm more attractive than all of them, so I'm fine with uh, I'm fine with that. What about the guy who sounds like SpongeBob? <clears throat> the guy who sounds like uh, in Greet Death. I was told one of them sounds like SpongeBob. Well, when he's singing, anyway, <laughs> I can kind of hear the resemblance. What's up? Uh, what are you? What are you giggling at? No, see, I just thought of SpongeBob singing. And <laughs> it's very funny. Um, well, what's stopping me and David from also being in Greet Death now? You know. What about Dreet Greth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um. What about? That's my Indian accountant. Wait, what do you need an accountant for? Huh? Um. He's found a way to for uh, the episodes <laughs> to account. I can only imagine what your finances look like, Dylan. Yeah. They're in shambles. Dreet Greth has probably jumped off a building at this point. <laughs> or he's just pretending like everything is fine while um, your life savings, you know, go down the drain. <laughs> and he's just collecting his paycheck. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, what if we all found a way to get money, like monetize the show... But not share with the other two, you know. Yeah. So I, Dylan's got um, mm, maybe like a cigarette sponsorship or something. Yeah, we always have like our own little secret grifts. I've got golden boy. On each other. Yeah, I've got golden boy peanuts. I've got lids. David's got lids. Uh, like for um, you mean like uh, the colloquialism for hats or yeah, David? I feel like every time I see you now, you have a new hat. No, I I don't. This is not a new hat. Look, there's four hats up there. there no, there's actually five. One's what's the one that's being covered? It's another Celtics hat. Oh, another one. Yeah, I have two. Why do I have two? Because the other one's the alternate logo. Okay, so you, right. Uh, you can't be fans of more than one team, David. Says who? Says that's just how sports works. Yet yet your one team. Uh, that's well, all you're allowed to have the merch for. Well, the Celtics are the one team. The Pistons are the hometown team. I gotta also like them, if they if they by chance do start doing good. 
you know. Yeah, dude. And this season mm-hmm. they might. They got a good uh, first round draft pick, and you know, Cade Cunningham's a good player. I'm hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. But invent- the Celtics are currently a good team. They got some problems, but Jason Tatum is a is a is a dynamite. Is a dynamo. He's dynamite. What are you saying? Golden Boy Peanuts. Um, why is Celtics pronounced like that? It's kind of stupid. I don't know. I wasn't there. I mean, in every other instance, it's pronounced Celtic. Yeah. Am I wrong? They're from Boston. They're. Just, this is like the Colin Powell thing. They're just dumb. Yeah, it's pronounced Solon Powell. <laughs> uh, yeah, David, you're going to invent a new hat. It's kind of like the Sherlock Holmes style hat where there's a brim on the front, brim on the back. Well, there's a Boston Celtics logo on it. But on the front, it, it's the Mets logo, and on the back, it's the Yankees logo. The Celtics logo. with no brim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David, you're going to you're gonna get so into the Celtics that um you're going to start dressing like a leprechaun. You're going to have like the hat with the buckle on it. No, I'm going to start dressing like Larry Bird. You're going to shrink like three feet. You're going to dress like Larry Bird. What mm-hmm. is, how does he dress? Let's find out. He probably has a really hard time dressing because he's so tall. Who can relate? Dylan, I imagine. What's that? Oh, finding clothes that fit because you're tall. Oh, yeah. I find them all the time. Um, but <sighs> Levi's Big and Tall was invented just for you, I think. Huh? For your kind. Oh, okay. This is how he dresses. I assume this is just how you know he just was hanging out. Oh, I'm fucking out of it today, boys. Uh, my I, my eyes are so dry. Looks like he's wearing underwear. The uh, okay, he wears a basketball out uniform. I guess that makes sense. Nice. <laughs> the um, uh, post COVID um, like brain fog. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard people talk about that. Yeah, the brain uh, fog. I've it's heard. uh, it, it's it's very real. Like uh, about as real as COVID, am I right? <laughs> uh, I've been like, like trailing off mid sentence sometimes, like into something else, and just kind of forget about what I was. Ow! Okay, that's too much. That was too much. I wasn't even petting you. I, I didn't even really have my hand that close to you. You hissed at me. Really? Yeah. You're... That's no good, Kiwi. Okay. Okay. What what are you still doing over here? Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you still doing over? Here? Like, I can't even touch you. Fucking whore, David! I killed your cat, but she was a whore. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. So um, quarantine was a lot of fun, though. Yeah, it sounded like a lot of fun. Yeah, would you, you ate a lot of pizza? Looked, yeah, like. I, I ate a lot of hungry Howies. It's good, almost exclusively. Um, it's cool. Maybe I, they could sponsor you. Oh yeah. Did you smoke any cigarettes? I yeah, <laughs> smoked a lot of cigarettes. Well, like the only symptoms that I really had was like my body was all achy. I didn't have a fever, or much of a cough, or anything. Yeah. Uh, but um. So yeah, I was I was still chain smoking, nice. uh, just sitting on my couch. That's uh, pretty much all I did, all day every day. Um, was back and forth throughout the day, uh, couch, a few hours of TV and movies, a few hours on the toilet, a few hours on the toilet, a uh, f- few minutes um, or a couple seconds in the shower, uh, <laughs> and then uh, back to bed. And rinse and repeat, and then um, but no, I was able to catch up and watch some uh some stuff I hadn't gotten around to quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, Band of Brothers was the only one I heard you say. Yeah, yeah, I watched Band of Brothers. Uh, that was pretty fucking tight. It's a good show. It was so sick. I always forget David Schwimmer's in that show. Yeah, and Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, I I forgot about that. What else did you watch? I watched War Dogs. You ever see that movie? With oh, the, that's on Jonah Hill and Miles Teller. Yeah. Who directed that? Um. Oh, it's uh, Todd Phillips. Yeah, yeah. Is he's the one that's doing? Uh, no, no. He did uh, Joker. 
Okay. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. I was getting. over. Um, I was starting to get him and Matt Reeves mixed up. I thought he was doing the new Batman. But, um, yeah, that movie was pretty good. It was pretty much uh, kind of like a Diet Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Uh, kind of follows like the same trajectory of that movie. Um, just not quite as good. It was still good, but just like not as good. It's kind of like how the Joker is. Uh, also just more of Scorsese ripoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Man, if it wasn't for Martin Scorsese, this man would have <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, which both of those movies are fine. But, um, can't beat the original even even the hangover i'm sure we can make parallels with uh after hours wait todd phillips at the hangover yeah right yeah hmm. and that's just after hours but in the day i don't know I, I feel like there's a lot more like parallels between hangover and goodfellas if anything yeah you're right an old school, that's basically... Ever since I could remember, I always wanted to be hungover. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, ever since I can remember is... Uh, <laughs> ever since I remember, I always wanted to hang out with uh, Zach Galifianakis. Ever since I could remember, I always wanted to steal Mike Tyson's tiger. Have you seen After <laughs> Hours, Dylan? No. That's a cool movie. It's pretty good. Um, see, what else did I watch? I watched Due Date. Um, that's right. Th- that, As you said you were going to do. Yeah. Um, the movie, not very good. Not very uh, funny at all. Zach Galifianakis, don't like him. Wow, you were so excited on the phone, too. Yeah, I was really excited to watch that <laughs> movie because uh, I think that movie came out like 2011. Yeah, it came out like 10 years ago. I, and I remember going uh, with my mom to see that at the theater. Uh, she took me because it was rated R. Um, and like. For Richard. Yeah, uh, and like, got a b- big kick out of it. Uh, the only part th- that was really funny um, this time around um, was when Jamie Foxx's character uh, comes into the movie, who he's uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s best friend. Quite heavily implied that that he's probably fucking Robert Downey Jr.'s wife, um, but like Robert Downey Jr.'s, I. Like, no, there's no way. <laughs> um, okay, David, what are we? Yeah, we gotta. I was gonna reposition, and then I realized I couldn't look at all of us. Uh, David, what's going on? What do you mean? The plants? I'm gonna get a picture of this, Dan, uh, so you can um, take and use it. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, let's maybe not post a picture of the the interior of David's apartment. For uh, all the viewers. Oh, well, actually, I mean, this is just the corner of your room. Yeah, it's not like they're going to find me. Yeah. It's not like they can see. You don't know what kind of freaks listen to this show. What kind of sleuths? Well, I mean, technically, if if they do, like, go into, like, all the, like, embedded information in the picture, they can probably find the location data. Yep. Um, Why would they come? What would they do? I'll wipe the location data just um, in case, you know. Oh, so apparently, like, what do they uh, just want to hang out? Uh, somebody from Vice News, like, listen to the show. I was down in South America <laughs> and was like interviewing like people on the run from the cartel and like mm-hmm. posted like pictures and stuff, uh, and didn't like um, get rid of that information oh, from the images. <laughs> got, got a bunch of people fucking like beheaded. It's weird that... (laughs) Why do photos even include that automatically? Whose big idea was that? The man. I did some shit today. I I went to PJ's Lager House for some brunch. And then uh, last time I was there, they had a record store in the basement. And so as I was leaving, I'm like, let's check out the record store. So I just started walking in the basement, and the bartender had to be like, guys, there's nothing down there. But I just kept going, and I knew there was stuff down there, but there wasn't anything down there. Oh, man. Wait a minute. Limp Biscuit didn't cover November Rain. <laughs> Wait, you thought it was real? Uh, well, I was hoping it was. I just looked it up now. That, there's nothing. 
But there is Limp Bizkit 911. I wonder what that's all about. Well, it's the music video that they filmed on top of the Twin Towers. This is one of those days where you want to break stuff. I don't remember what video it is. That <laughs> was might well, be on top of like the, the crumbled Twin Towers. <laughs> it's just one of those days when you don't want to wake up. Their performance was so bombastic, so explosive, in fact. That it inspired Melted steel beams. Mm-hmm. Osama bin Laden heard that song, and he couldn't. He just was pacing the room angrily, and he's like, I just want to break stuff. <laughs> Fire, you know what? You guys, you got to go to America and learn how to fly planes. And then you, you're going to fly those planes straight into the World Trade Center. It sounded like you were trying to make Osama bin Laden sound like Bernie Sanders for a minute. I didn't know what I was going to do. I don't know. I don't know how he talks. Maybe he's like Abraham Lincoln and he has like a really high pitched voice. Oh, so I got this jacket uh, that I found um, um, over at my street. mom's house the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing used to belong to my dad. Uh, David, why don't you go grab uh, uh, the uh, dark gray jacket I got uh, sitting over there? I, I would, but I'm a little, uh, I'm a little uh, wrapped up in. Um, some David's cat will literally kill Dylan if he moves an inch. Yeah, I'm I'm stuck in the lion's den, uh, wrapped around by, by vines. <laughs> All right, you can go ahead and hold on to that, and uh, no, 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 you, you go 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 ahead. Can you put ahead. it on, David? No. Okay. Um. Oh, it's a Docker's jacket. No, no, wait, David, David. There's a there's a thing for this. Grab your mic. To get your reaction, this is uh, this is David reacts. Okay. Let's hear from the jacket. Okay. 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 So now look at the inside pocket, not in, not actually inside the pocket, but what do you see on the little flap right there? Oh, an old school phone. A Nokia <laughs> cell phone icon. As uh, yeah, that's that's the entire reason I had yeah. to get up. My dad still wears a jacket that has like one of those. Like, what is that old, all about? It's like an even older phone, though. It looks like almost like a uh, not big, a, no big whatever walking. was after the brick. Oh, cause like who would? How big of a pocket are you making on a jacket to fit the brick? Yeah, like that's like a whole separate jacket for the cell phone. I don't understand what it's like a branded pocket. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the pocket uh, uh, be a satchel actually. Also, like on the inside pocket of that jacket, like it has a like a little like Velcro flap to like close the inside pocket, and uh, on that Velcro flap is a picture of like a like old like Nokia, like the big one, the big mofo. Yeah. Hey, next time you're at work, look at Chevy's jacket. He's got one too. Who does he? Mm-hmm. Nice. I'll wait until he puts look, it on, and no, then I'm gonna be like, "Let no, me look." Wait till he walks away, so you look you're really suspicious, rummaging through his coat. Oh, I thought you meant wait until he walks away wearing the jacket, and I'm gonna come up behind him and like start shoving my hands in his pockets and stuff. No, no. At, or make sure he's coming around the corner, and you're just gonna be like looking through his jacket and like, "Oh, <laughs> hey, buddy." I oh, uh, better yet, I'll just. Oh, I'm not doing nothing. I'm just gonna go home in the jacket. I'm gonna I'm gonna slip inside that pocket. Never going to know I'm there. If you guys could shrink down one person and put them in your pocket and just, like, kind of have them with you, who would it be? Um, it can be, any, it can be like, any person. Like, historic, you know, literally oh. anyone. Hmm. Maybe that's too broad. Uh, Alexis, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah, uh, maybe I'm going to go that route. A set. I want two people. In my pocket. Okay. Okay. Now, I don't know who the people are. I'm going to work on that. Oh, okay. I thought you were trying to expand the parameters because you had a pair in mind. <laughs> no, I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. I mean, you, most people have at least two pockets. Okay. I'm thinking... I just had a kid in, in middle school tell me he wanted to shrink me down and put me in his pocket. <laughs> uh... Why? So this is why I was thinking about it. Was he it. mad at you? No. He just respected me. He's like, it'd be cool to have a little Dan with me all the time. 
I think he thought I was really smart or something. Boy, was he wrong. Maybe he was in love with you. <laughs> Maybe he wanted what Dylan wants with uh, pocket size Alexis Texas. Mm-hmm. Wait, so does the person stay small all the time? Uh, yeah. Uh, you well, can't yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. put like a bike pump and then like pump them up. <laughs> well, you probably you could uh, murder. No, you're <laughs> pumping them up. <laughs> I need to pump you up. Huh? Maybe pocket-sized Arnold. Just because that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Like Arnold with like a Hawaiian shirt and a cigar. Mm-hmm. Small glasses. Strong little guy. Yeah. I smoke doggies in your pocket. I don't mm. need the hiding spot. <laughs> But Arnie, but Arnie, you set my my shirt on fire. It was embarrassing. And then the other pocket, pocket sized. We're gonna go historic, historical here. Uh, a very important figure in history to me, and Nicole Smith from the Guest Jeans ads. Because <laughs> those are, those are something. Wait, from the buckle. Oh, guest jeans ads. Yeah, sold at the buckle. Whatever. This is we're talking about ads from the nineties. Yeah, uh, ads for the buckle from the nineties. Listen, buckle was very cool then when they had Anna Nicole Smith not wearing the jeans in the ads. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure she didn't really wear clothes in those ads. How long has the buckle been around? Let's look it up. So if anyone should know, it'd be you, Dylan. You know, we're um. Dylan's just being modest. He knows, but he's pretending he doesn't know because it would be embarrassing if he did. It'd be too on brand. <laughs> was speaking it tough of brands, not being able to go to Buckle for 10 days? Speaking of brands, Golden Boy Peanuts um, shouts out. No, well, I mean, I was still like, on their website. It is his homepage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Buckle's website is my internet browser. <laughs> <laughs> the Buckle browser. <laughs> Buckle OS uh, is my uh, just like my gr- cell phone runs on. <laughs> 1948. Really? They've been around. They had Shepherd Ferry back then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've been selling In, like, affliction t-shirts. jeweled jeans. <laughs> since the Korean War. <laughs> uh, Winston Churchill wore a lot of affliction and like those like <laughs> distressed but not torn up jeans. That was his... Mm-hmm. Uh, that was his chilling out attire. Yeah. Oh, so I was over um, at Chris's before here. Um, I was snacking. Uh, I'm always raiding his cabinet, mm-hmm. making a PB and J. He's always got PB and J. He's always got a big thing of uh, a PB, and always mm-hmm. got a bunch of different J's. Um, making a PB and J. Happened to notice a can of SpaghettiOs. In this grown man's cupboard, mm-hmm. uh, so I confronted him about it. Um, he said it was a part of a, a care package, a, 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 a Corona care package that that his mom gave him uh, back at the start of the pandemic. It's just been sitting up there. I was like, "No, are you planning on eating them?" He said, "No." So I had these spaghettios. Oh, you ate them. Let me tell you, <laughs> SpaghettiOs are the fucking worst thing I've ever had. I was going to say, I never liked SpaghettiOs. I remember really liking them as a kid. I've never had them. They're terrible. Yeah, it's like the absolute most disgusting. Okay, that's uh, way over exaggeration. Imagine like tomato soup with like weird O-shaped spaghetti noodles. It doesn't even really... No, tomato soup's too good. It's like... Um, I assume it's like a tomato paste type of situation. No, it's very runny. Oh, okay. Um, it's like a soup. Yeah. Uh, or it's not very runny. It's like if you had... Um, uh, what's... What, n- n- not the tomato paste. What, what's the other... There's like... What's the other tomato stuff you buy at the store in the can? Tomato jam. Tomato <laughs> preserves. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a uh, it's r- r- like runnier than paste. Oh, ketchup. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> a bunch of spaghetti noodles. Like, okay, perfect way to describe spaghettios. Bunch of 
little spaghetti circle noodles floating around in that like really liquidy uh, part of the ketchup that comes out like when you first open the cap right, right. Uh, and like that gross part of the ketchup it's like all that with little o-shaped noodles yeah it's that's boring. what it tastes like hmm yeah chris is out there like shedding a tear right now because that was his last can of spaghettios and it's like literally all he eats but he was too ashamed to admit it um it's okay chris but so um and the funny thing is, like first bite like it's like hmm yeah the second bite like Mm, mm, mm. Third bite. No way. Did you finish him? No, absolutely not. I stopped after that. Um, well, no. Then uh, oh, there's a thing of Italian bread Chris had. So I was like, I'll try dipping the bread in the spaghettios. I'll try dipping the bread in the spaghettios. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I was able to eat the bread and, like with a slight tomato taste on it. It was fine, I guess. But, uh, yeah, moral of the story, don't eat SpaghettiOs. They took all our food from us. Mozzarella, SpaghettiOs. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, can I have the Cactus Jack SpaghettiO combo? (laughs) Yeah, it's a large SpaghettiOs extra ice. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I always remember SpaghettiOs being always seemingly kind of cold. Yeah, well, because it's just like, like, like a... A can of them that you heat over the stove for like a few minutes. Yeah. You know what else isn't as good as I remember being? Chef Boyardee's ravioli. Never had Chef Boyardee. Never liked ravioli as a kid. I don't really like... You know what? I liked Chef Boyardee's ravioli so much that when I tried regular ravioli, like real ravioli, I didn't like it. I still don't like it. Mm. But I don't like chef. I don't think I like ravioli. Period. Yeah. I like the the chef Boyardee. You could easily. I liked separating the the top and bottom of the ravioli, and then seeing that little like meat rectangle in there. Yeah, that thing's gross. <laughs> I had a nightmare that like I got a like I cut open my leg. It was a little. I was a little kid. I cut open my leg, and uh, that meat started protruding <laughs> from my leg. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I have a dream. <laughs> I have a dream that one day someone will cut me open and my body will be filled with that ravioli meat that, you know, the one that's in the Chef Boyardee can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to just uh, leave the listener with this. Ryan Shriver's review of Coltrane live at the Village Vanguard. All rise. The Village Vanguard, New York City, 1961. This is by Ryan Shriver, editor-in-chief of Pitchfork Magazine. We was sitting there watching the stage, waiting for the man they called Coltrane to come out and do his thing. It was me and my four droogs, them being Peter, Giorgio, and Dim. Dim being really dim. Around an hour passed and the place was packed straight through the back. I just dropped some dollars. I'm not actually going to read this, but it's very terrible. That, wait, is, is the entire thing supposed to be like the Clockwork Orange? No, it's supposed or, to be like no. evoking like a jazz man. Like a 50s jazz fellow. Yeah. As a... As a, like, lame white guy in the 2000s. Wait. What was the Clockwork Orange thing, then? I don't know why he called them trying to figure that out for weeks. Yeah. I don't don't know. That's not a jazz thing at all. I don't even listen to jazz in that movie. Oh, you didn't even get to shit, cat. Oh, you know what? I am going to finish it. I just needed a break because this is pretty tough i just dropped some dollars for trains giant steps six months back now was the time this was the place the village vanguard new york city 1961 i was only 
there for the first night, see, but them cats at Impulse just made my life complete. They put out four CDs of all that sound train put out on those nights. But you know my type, man. Can't afford to eat, let alone spend some heavy cash on music. So I only got the essentials. Live at the Village Vanguard. The master takes his on one disc, making it one-fourth the cost of the box set. Oh, jeez, you Rick. only get the best stuff. Okay, well, uh, I had to stop you right there. Who is this supposed to, supposed to is it, are you doing Morty from Rick and Morty? I don't watch Rick and Morty. Uh, well. Dude, yeah, it's yeah. gone Swifty. Huh? You've gone Swifty. What is it? Listen, I got, I got, <laughs> listen, listen, I got something to do. Here's the deal. Man, the opening beauty of spiritual, it's like a dream I had. Man, it was like a dream I had. I floated on the River Nile smoking some fresh weed, man, relaxing. But I ain't ever going to see the Nile anyhow. This track's as close as I'm... Got, got, <laughs> it's close as I've come. And it's close enough. Best of the best. Though, has got to be India. It's only when you listen to a perfect old jazz tune like this that you realize how much drum and bass is delivered from the music. Derived. But the train takes it to... Oh, I guess Brian would know. <laughs> train takes it to heaven and back with some style, man. Some richness, daddy. The sad thing is life was cut short by them jaws of death. Shit, cat. It don't make a difference. The man produced enough good music to last me a lifetime. The Village Vanguard. Thing's just another example of the genius of Coltrane. Thank you, Golden Boy Peanut.